I love the smell of urine while I'm performing on stage. Welcome to episode number 27 of the Thrash Report. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. I'm Chris, and joining me is my co-host, Jim Osborne. Hey, Jim, what's going on, man? That's right. Like last week, we mentioned we're having some guests, not a guest, but a whole band this week. So we have yeah. four friends from the Minneapolis area with a single purpose, which is to play original, powerful thrash metal worthy of the violent storm they're named after. Prepare for the imminent storm known as Hex Vortices. What's hey! up, guys? Hey! How you doing? Hey! How's it going? We're doing good. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Thank so, you. so, so we have we have um, we have Matt, we have Tom, we have Alan and Andy. Correct. All right. Correct. Make make sure I got everyone down. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So, how's it going, fellas? Doing good. We're surviving. Yeah, surviving. Fabulous. Well, we had uh, gotten some feedback from Tom a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was nice to get to know you a little bit, Tom. And you had mentioned you wanted to come on and talk a little bit about a upcoming release that you have. And was it ten days now? Eleven? Uh, yeah. Well, what is it? We did. We're doing the twelve days of Hexmas on our Facebook, yeah. and we're at <laughs> we're, eight days we left. Five today, so. Five onion rings today, so it's almost <laughs> a week. <laughs> next so, Friday, next so yeah, Friday, next Friday. Hold down. Oh crap! Okay, oh, we're back. We're back. Andy spinning. <laughs> Earthquake in Mountains View. <laughs> it's all good. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, let's actually let's actually kind of jump in the wayback machine. Just in the wayback machine, the year 1799. Sherman and I were quickly on our way. In no time at all, we found ourselves in a small studio where Mr. Beethoven was hard at work. Let's go back and, and kind of let's hear how Hex Vortices kind of how you guys came to be. I mean, you got basically, you know, four friends from Minneapolis here. Where'd you guys yep. grow up? When did you guys meet? How did this all happen? Started, I guess I'm from Illinois originally. I moved up here in 1986. I was in the band Impaler. Where the fuck are all the zombies? Uh, many bands up through that point, but Impaler was 18 years. Um, I had a band called Elder God that broke up, and uh, me and Andy hooked up from there. Um, he had demos for what became a lot of the Revi Revival Fires material. Yeah, just we hit it off great. And you can tell your part. You've been in for well, I figure Andy should go next because he's, well, yeah. uh, he's where it started, basically. Yep. Uh, get... Hi. Um, Hi. <laughs> no, Welcome, I Andy. I... Hello. Uh, I started writing riffs. At, in about 2013 and there was a previous rendition of where a couple of the songs had started and then uh basically yeah like tom said you know the uh the original bass player that i was jamming with and i started jamming with tom and then uh you know some lineup changes and whatnot and now matt's with us and alan is with us but yeah basically it was just kind of something that kind of came together out of you know i want to play heavy metal again <laughs> i uh I, just got tired awesome. of not playing and, and uh yeah it, it worked out great you know i i'm pretty uh pretty happy with where we're at right now for this uh for this 
uh, I would say the progress of the band, you know, we've, we've become something way more than I thought we ever, you know, I could ever imagine, you know, from being at the very beginning of it, but, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm originally from, where the hell am I from? Uh, Northern suburbs. <laughs> okay. Right on. Yeah. Been playing guitar and bass and all that. This is the first time I've ever fronted a band. So big, big steps for me. <laughs> Coming up with all these riffs. Do they ever get stuck in your beard? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a uh, Campbell's chunky kind of guy. So anything I write <laughs> is usually way too low end heavy, no mids and a lot of distortion. <laughs> <laughs> He Turn doesn't that... have it, but we use a lice comb to get him out. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that gain up all the way. Yeah, um, I, can, I can catch guitar picks in there like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nest of baby birds. Yes, yep. baby birds. Where did that pick awesome. go? Damn it. All right, anyway, sorry. Yeah, I, I've been listening to uh, uh, Revival Fire's awesome i heard through mutual friend actually tom we have a mutual friend you were in a friend of mine in his wedding scott uh, berglund scott berglund right? yeah and yep. so it's kind of a it's a whole small world and then when i heard that it was you and that you were in in impaler uh, you know brad johnson who was in impaler i do yeah, yeah and so i i have a long history with brad johnson i used to hang out with him at at the comic the comic shop and and toys R i worked at toys r us when i was in high school and college oh okay and so we'd hang out and you know geek over toys and comics and yeah <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool yeah i so might have met you i went i've hung out with brad and went to that comic that comic place so yeah hot, hot comics Portland, yep hot, like hot yeah. comics and collectibles yep yeah, I bet I bet I'm I probably there. Yeah, probably there. Yep. And, and and again, I, I saw Impaler, you know, uh, many times in the cities here. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a small world, man. <laughs> the middle yeah. community, man. We we all stick together. That's awesome. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. How about you, Alan? Alan, well, we get, uh, let's let Matt go first. We'll go oh, chronological. Oh, we go chronological. Gotcha. We'll go chronological. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <clears throat> I'm at. I grew up in Hutchinson. Anyway, uh, I actually watched, I was there for Hex Voracy's first show in the crowd. And I was watching him play and I went, I'm going to take his spot. I'm going to join this band someday. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know if it was a year or two later. I think it was two years later almost. Uh, they ended up needing a replacement, a, a lead guitar, well, not a lead guitar, so another guitarist. And uh, Tom immediately reached out to me and so. I think it was around October 2017. I officially joined. We were having lunch. We were having lunch, yeah. And I, I, didn't, get, I didn't get invited. 
That's you know what? No. That's where all all the big uh, decisions and business meetings happen over lunch. So yep. we knew that that's yeah. why it happened. With a McRib. Without, without oh, a, 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 Dude. Uh, What'd you say this was again? McDonald's calls it the McRib sandwich. It's a new kind of cue. McRib? I don't see any bones. Hey, who wants bones in a sandwich? Right. McRib is all meat. Lean pork that's grilled and simmered in a hickory smoke flavored barbecue sauce. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, ha I had a McRib yesterday. Dude, McRibs are so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have never had one. I thought it was a super-sized McRub. <laughs> Dude, have you ever, oh. ever watched a video of how they're made? It's, it's I don't disgusting. even want to know. It, it's disgusting, but I'll eat them every time. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> they, they can inject mold whatever the hell they want. As long as it tastes good, I don't care. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> My beard probably still tastes like uh, barbecue sauce. Mechanically awesome. separated chicken. It's awesome. All right, well, so, oh, we, yeah. so, so now we are on to Alan. Alan. Yes, we are. Alan. Alan. Oh. Alan. 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 I'm the baby in the band. I uh, originally I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I moved up here like a decade and a half, like 15 years ago. Kind of bounced around in a few bands here and there. Like, never managed to actually get any product released. Um, I actually found Hex while trying out for another local band, Plague of Star first. Mm. And Will actually referred me to these guys. So it was a happenstance meeting, and uh, it's worked out great since. Um, I'd awesome. say. mentioned before I saw you guys last year with Warbringer and Enforcer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that was a great show. It was the first time I'd seen you. I think I'd seen your name before, but hadn't heard the music and pretty much blown away. It's just good stuff. Awesome. Loved it. Thank you. Yeah, it's also awesome. very cool. That was very a fun cool. show. We didn't have Alan then. Alan, Alan was yeah, but you did. You did tell me I was in the band on April first. You fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, told we you never, hey. we never officially said you were in the band yet, too. Oh, <laughs> it was a, it was a well, sick hey. burn. He has no, a very Tom, long trial period. Tom, Tom <laughs> texted me at twelve oh one a.m. to say that I was in the band, so he said it. Yeah. Yeah, That's we're not awesome. fucking with you. You're really in. Yeah. Well, the same thing happened to Kirk Hammett, and that turned out all right. So I wouldn't worry yeah. about it. Not his, not his guitar playing. Whoa! Oh! Whoa! <laughs> That's a blow. Yeah. So is his playing. Oh! <laughs> Looks like we got salty Angie tonight. Yeah. Oh no. No. So no. I know. Make rib for lunch. Still better than. He's still better than Trivium as a band. Oh, Why you want to fight me, man? The guy said over there you wanted to fight me. Dude, <laughs> maybe that make my stomach feel better. So, sure uh, Andy, you're breaking up. Andy, you're breaking up. I can't hear you anymore. <laughs> We're losing him. Oh, Andy's gone. <laughs> Andy so, have you throwing shots tonight? <laughs> yeah, he is. So, back it up, buddy. <laughs> we all uh, we all have been uh, have been affected by the COVID nineteen. Um, obviously, it's... I thought you were gonna say trivium. <laughs> no, well, that, that too, that too. I'm actually influenced by trivium. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're, Love them. Yeah, we're we're huge. Yeah, huge Matt Heffy fans, and trivium's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I'll so I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm like. Uh, <laughs> I just want to get get your you guys take. I mean, as a you know, as a band, you got you got your EP coming out. 
Um, again, want to make sure we plug that. What's the name of your EP? Precipice. Nice. And that drops what day? Um, December 18th. Awesome. Really cool. Um, and uh, I guess I, I just wanted to hear from you guys. What do you think of live music in the future? What's it going to be like? Um, are we going to be able to, are we going to have to show proof of vaccines to get the live shows? Are we going to, what do you think, man? What's going to happen? Um, <laughs> I'd love to comment on this one. I no, I honestly, I'm a little weary of what, what's to come. You know, I don't really, I mean, no political or none of that crap, none of that, none of that nope. talk, but I mean, no worries. You know, you see how, how bands are uh, trying, you know, like us. Okay. We're trying to promote the band. We're trying to advertise as much as possible. Stay, uh, uh, relevant on uh, on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We're doing videos all the time. We're doing this twelve days days of Xmas or Hexmas. You know, I mean, we're trying to stay as much in everybody's eyes and ears as, as possible because we've already heard that there's other bands in the cities that have disbanded. You know, you start taking a practice off, and then you take two, three, ten. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, why are we paying for a practice space? And then the band's done. Right. And, uh, you know, the venues, you know, I really hope that, uh, you know, the renovations at uh, 7th Street Entry are going to benefit local bands. I'd like to see the main room uh, accept local bands more than I've known. I've never played mm -hmm. the main room, but I just know that it's kind of one of them things, you know, it's got to be a bigger show in order for them to let people, you know, occupy that venue. But with the amount of venues that are shutting down, it's really going to be a struggle for everybody. Cause you know, damn well, as soon as the okay is given all of a sudden, there's going to be a bunch of bands playing shows and it's going to be a flood in the market. And then oh, yeah. we're all going to, you know, try to fight to play a show while three of our other friends bands are playing in the same town, you know, two miles yep. over or whatever, you know, that'll just be saturated. Yeah. It's going to suck. Yep. I, I know. I mean, we, we often do talk about the fact that this is, you know, 10 months of me not going to a live show, which is unheard of. I mean, I go to live shows all the time. Right. So as a fan, it's it. Yeah. It's, it's devastating. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, as a working band, I'm, you know, I, I feel for you and, and hopefully, Again, we're, we're doing, and again, that's why it's great to have you on, man. Let's try to, you know, pump you guys up. Let's get, get the word out. Once the, I guess, the, the gate's been lifted, we get people out there to see your shows. I know you've got some, I know you got some new songs, too. I watched your uh, Live from the Practice Place a few weeks ago, so I'm looking forward to hearing those, especially yeah, I live. I comment on that. We, uh, we were offered the Return of the Old Cult Festival, which was back in November 6th, I think, is when we did it. Yeah. And it was really cool because it was, um, you know, we had someone come in, take sound, uh, record our set. And then we had a guy come in filming us in our practice space. And it went over really well. Uh, in, and we had a we had a moment before COVID where uh, Andy and Tom were at Andy's house and they just did a random Facebook live jam session. All of a sudden there was like 3000 watchers. Wow. Viewers. <laughs> And we're like, nice. why is this getting way more views than a local show ever would? And so I think because of COVID, a lot of these live streams are coming out now. And I'm actually kind of excited about the possibilities of what what you can do with those. You you do one set, you can reach way more people. And we re-aired, you know, we 
we replayed our live set from practice space, made it our own event, and it, it you know, um, you guys watched it. <laughs> we got a lot mm -hmm. of compliments from it. We're talking about doing more of those. Well, even awesome. the uh, the full full set from Cult, the full seven, six, seven hours, whatever it was, like I think that's already cleared thirty five hundred views, like wow. within a couple weeks, and it was past that when I checked a couple weeks ago. So I mean, it and it was varying bands, like most of them were like speed metal, but it was wow. a cool event, and it, it was cool to interact with all like fans from like South America and everywhere else in chat. Oh yeah, very cool. Just, That'd be very cool. Hopefully, yeah, I was that's where the fan found the drummer. Oh yeah, quit quit playing around with the damn uh, uh, that goat head or whatever the hell it was. No, I was gonna say you know like what Matt was saying about like seeing what um, you know opportunities come out of you know or basically what creative what creative ideas come to fruition because of this isolation you know. But the other yeah. thing that I the thing that I fear that kind of counteracts or goes what you know against what Matt's saying is that my fear is that people are gonna become lazy and not wanna go out to the shows even more than it already has happened um you know i say i say that loosely because you know just being being at the at the front of the stage you know and watching to see how many people come and go at shows and everything you know it's been pretty hard to uh to get people to come out to shows and we've all seen the progression of technology how it's grown and how uh closed off and isolated people kind of become because they look at that phone and they want to search YouTube and do this and that. So it, it's a double-edged sword. It yeah. works great in the time that you need it. But then when you come out of it, are people going to be conditioned and not want to come out of that? You know, are they going to want to stay with the digital stuff and not spend the money going out to see a band? You know, I mean, so like, will it be expected to like live stream every live show you do? Yeah. And like that, have that yeah, back end yeah. available and, yeah, that that to me takes away the whole the whole it, point of yeah, being the, in a band. You know, I want the whole live. Somebody. Yeah, the whole I live. I want to pull a Tom Array and kick somebody in the fucking head when we're up there screaming. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know about you. Yeah, well, I volunteer as tribute. Well, and this yeah. this came up uh, this came up like last week. I think uh, Jim and I were talking about. You know, I I feel now that I haven't been to a show in so long. You know, I I think back to those times when. I'd go to shows often, but sometimes there'd be, you know, a, a few different shows in a week. And sometimes I wouldn't go just because I didn't feel like it. Well, now I really wish I would have went to those shows. You know, I, I, I took it for granted that they'd always yeah. be there. And so totally agree. Uh, definitely changing my, my mindset that once things are alive again, man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take every opportunity I can. Well, how many of us ever imagined that we'd be going through going through you know, and I dare not say the word pandemic because I absolutely despise hearing that. But, you know, it, it's just one of the things where we never thought that we'd ever go through something like this, you know, like smallpox or, or any other influenza, you know. So, I mean, it's it's a culture shock for everybody. It's a reality check because, you know, I went through my depression with it. And, you know, I'm sure the other guys went through some form of something, you know, it's a son of a bitch. It sucks, yeah. you know, and I definitely agree with you with uh you know, appreciating what we have when, you know, wishing I would have appreciated what I had when I had it yep, because yep. now that I don't have it, I just buy more guitars. How many do you have now? Uh, shit. Well, <laughs> text in tomorrow. All, it'll all, change. Them. <laughs> all that. There's that one. <laughs> 
There's those. Yeah, I got too many. I don't want to give away all my all my shit. <laughs> I was going to say we had a guest a few weeks ago who was up in the 50s, so I was seeing if he could beat him. I remember my first beer. <laughs> uh, dude, I've, I've honestly, I've probably owned close to 75 guitars in the time I've been playing, and I'm down to probably 15. Wow. 13, somewhere in there. So two. I don't think I, I have two. <laughs> That's all right. I was going to say, I have two. <laughs> we got to get one. I'm a drummer. Come <laughs> on. Ooh, we got to get Matt to buy more guitars eventually. Yeah, working on it. Working on Damn it. Damn right. <laughs> I suppose you're getting a fucking Trivium signature. Yeah, looking for some Matt Heafy uh, signatures. Yeah. His, his Heafy's, the Heafy signature sold out right now. They're waiting for a new model next year. Oh, well, oh you we'll mean Corey. I'll get some Corey. Stop, Corey. I, I know Alan won't do it, but I know Matt's going to kick the living shit out of me when I see him next. <laughs> I can hear it in his voice. He's slowly getting more... Yeah angry he's oh. getting more, more uh what the hell is it what are we I, snarky i've actually ordered snarky. two hefe posters for the practice space <laughs> <laughs> well that area of the room's gonna suck <laughs> you know, you know there's, one, there's one song that i like from trivium and i can't remember what the hell it's even called that's how memorable it is but yeah, yeah, some of the martyrs, but somebody did a spoof video on it where they took what they thought the words were and took <laughs> yeah. pictures of it, like boat, rudder, and just yeah, dumb we, shit. And it's awesome. We talked about that on a few episodes ago. Yeah, that's pretty good. You got like dust, dust yeah. dismantled is uh, dust this mantle. He actually yep. sings it like that live now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Someone I did one for Slayer too. Uh, was it Angel of Death? But instead of saying Angel of Death, Death, they say Hey Johnny Depp. Hey Johnny Depp! I always hear whatever I hear. That Rolling Stones song. Uh, well, I, I don't even know the original words now. Uh, Can't you smell the pizza burning? It's always in my head now. I can't help it. Yeah, we've talked about that a few times. <laughs> Bad Moon Rising is There's a Bathroom on the Right. and speaking of missing shows that you wish you could go back and go to i missed i had tickets and then had to get rid of them for uh, metal church last year you guys opened up oh, and that was a fun one so. <laughs> we had andrew's making made have, mad faces at me we were trying to get uh <laughs> We wanted to get our album out by then, Revival, and we just missed it. It sucked. But, yeah, we wanted that to be our release party. But then originally we were there was too many bands. We were pushed off. And then John, who is the promoter for the show, made sure he added us back on. So cool. that was pretty awesome. Cool. But couldn't get the album yep. out in time. Yeah, we almost lost that one. Yep. Let's talk about the yep. one that we have lost twice. 
Uh, we, we're supposed to open up for propane. Are you guys familiar with propane? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I bought my ticket to that show from you guys. Yep. Yep. Missed yep. it twice. <laughs> First one was the guitar player got held up at the border, and the second one was uh, what was it? Was it the COVID? COVID. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was what well, a week or two after they shut down Minnesota and Wisconsin. I think was because right at the end of March. I think right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. We lost Flotsam and Jetsam too, but it looks like we're still on for that on the rescheduled date. That'll be cool. Cool. Pretty cool. Forgot all about that. <laughs> well, the flyer's up right next to your amp, Andy. <laughs> yeah. I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> Boy, because didn't they just move it just one calendar year later? Yeah, we. Uh, I what about the we... propane show? Did they reschedule that one? I haven't heard. No. no. I tried contacting Bobby about it, and I haven't heard anything. Yeah, we've actually seen uh, now uh, some posters now advertising shows and festivals in 2022. I, 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 don't mean to, I don't mean to bring us down, man. No, I saw <laughs> something that was floating around on the internet uh, just this week. Actually, it was on, you know, such a credible site called Facebook. But you know, some uh, punk band or whatever uh, put a show on, and people ridiculed them and all that shit. And it's like, you know, I I get the bands wanting to play shows and i you know i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say yay or nay to it i mean it's their own decision if people don't want to go to the show that's fine you know i mean it's just you know it it sucks because you do the wrong you do one wrong thing and people will ostracize the living hell out of you right now and it just it's such a judgmental uh time that we're in with everything you know yeah well, dude, I, honestly when we uh we were going to reshare the broadcast that we did for the cult festival I can remember talking to you and I was like worried that, you know, because Minnesota had since locked down again, that people were going to like retroactively look at that and be like, you guys are assholes for playing together. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I'm glad nobody did, but like, I, that's the first thing that came to mind when we said we were going to redo it. And then like Minnesota locked down. Yeah. It's just fucking sad that you got to think about shit like that. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's I see, like watching a lot of Karens, a lot of Karens out there. Now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't have the proper haircut to be one. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, man. It's we'll good. Call you Al- it's Al- good. Al- yeah, it's really more of an attitude than a haircut. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so I'm curious now that we actually have an entire band here. Uh, I'm always curious because I'm just I'm just a wannabe mu- musician. So, talking to real musicians, what is the process like? when it comes to writing new material and collaborating is it is it <laughs> i mean is it all through i mean does one guy come up with with melody do you get lyrics first do you come up with just a whole you got like just a sack full of riffs in your beard i don't know like, <laughs> how, i got a sack full of riffs right here <laughs> really it's it's never the same oh, twice oh, yeah. oh. Matt, take it away. Go for what? it. Oh, no, oh, you're putting this on me? All right. Uh, well, it depends because we do have riffs that we will just bring the space. Um, or Andy will have a whole song that he'll do it and he'll put out a surprise demo for everyone. And then um, <laughs> we go. Yeah, he, we, then we yeah. learn it later. And then, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, Wake of Mistakes demo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
That's You're like, hey, guys, I posted a song. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Andy. <laughs> no. All right. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting shit for this. No, what went down was that we were at practice one night, and uh, Matt was playing a riff to another song. And for some reason, it was almost like I caught it on a on a different beat, like it landed landed differently. And Tom just did one of his big thrash drum fills, and all of a sudden he started playing this thrash beat. And I just like, holy shit! All right, hold on, whoa! whoa, whoa. And I grabbed my phone and recorded it. And uh, that Friday, you know, just with everything going on, I was just pissed off, and it worked out perfect. I I looped his drums. I recorded all the instruments, did the solos. I wrote lyrics right on the spot. And it, everything just it flowed. It took me a day and a half to complete the song. And I got a hold of the guys. I said, guys, we got to put this out right now. This is current time lyrical content. It's it's perfect. And I, you know, when we uh, redid the song for the EP, uh, I left the lyrics or I left the original vocals in there with some of my my solo stuff. But then Matt's solo is in there now. And uh, just because I wanted that, like when you when you guys do hear it, you'll hear the the uh, exhaustion from singing it. You know, just like it's just like finally somebody's reached a point where they're just mentally drained, physically drained from just all this stuff going on. You know, it's I'm actually really proud of that. It was it was a, a perfect mistake in a positive way that Matt made. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. But, I'm glad I could contribute to that. No, it worked. It's, it's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm glad it happened, you know? Um, yeah. No, it's one other, of my favorites on the EP. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's yeah. 100 mile an hour for, what, three and a half minutes, you know? Very cool. Nice. Very cool. Now, you guys um, have you guys have a single out now. You have a lyric video out now on, on YouTube, right? For Consequence? Yeah, yeah. Consequence, yep. Consequence. Cool, cool. We'll make sure that we put links to all these in the show notes too, so people can find them. Awesome. So, Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, That's so awesome. To answer your question on the EP, so two of the songs Andy and I contributed, we worked on together. We both had riffs that ended up in the song. Then we have uh, Consequence, which I wrote the riffs for. And then um, what else is there? One called NOFS, which I brought to the band. And then uh, Andy has his song wake of mistakes and then retribution started off with just him so we i mean you get songs here and there that one that i can or a couple that i contributed that i mostly wrote and then the guys took and did their thing to it which always makes it better and then andy has one or two and then we have songs we collaborate on so that you know it really balances out and sometimes it's just spur of the moment like wake sure. of mistakes started or all of a sudden you get the idea uh the song i believe warbound from revival was written as a a warm-up song yeah we're tuning <laughs> oh it was yeah. it was a random riff i just really I started playing the, the verse riff the dun 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 and tom just started doing the the drums to it and i looked at him and it was we fell in love and <laughs> your eyes your I eyes locked like your eyes locked and it was like i got stuck these eyes have seen a lot of pain yes that's awesome so I live in. If I wasn't Minneapolis. holding this guitar, I'd hug you. <laughs> so I Tom, take it away. Minneapolis, where all the riots happened. Yeah, you know, it was like a mile away from my house. Oh, so yep. my contribution is some really seriously hateful lyrics. So yeah, it's a it's a ray of sunshine, but it's metal is. Yeah, right. Well, the lyrics are very timely for that time period. Like they, 
they're very fitting. Yep. A friend of ours works down at the Maxit Pond down there across from Target at University and uh, uh, Snelling. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the scanner the day that everything started happening down there. And I instantly thought about like, oh, shit, Alex is down there and tried getting a hold of him. He wouldn't answer his phone. Uh, other people tried getting a hold of him. Finally, he responded to everybody and he got out of there right as things started to really build up. People started showing up and, you know, ugly, ugly, ugly. Yeah, not cool. Not no. cool at all. And I know that uh, there's been a lot of others that have, uh, you know, whether it's the Chromags or Machine Head or, I mean, so many other bands um, dropping singles about the civil unrest and everything else that was going on. And, yeah, so definitely timely for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing, you know, obviously, even though you guys are musicians, you're also fans. And I would really like to know, one – what are some really cool things that are out now that, that you think, um, you know, new releases or, or something that maybe it's something that you think something that really is underappreciated that is super powerful that's out there today? Well, if you're into thrash, I'd say check out the band Harlot from Australia. Slayer 2.0. That's you awesome. Yeah, yep, yep. I love those dudes. And they just put out a new album. I think it was last month. Yeah. Yep. It was yeah. on one of our. Uh, yeah, one of our uh, new releases. We we caught them. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I recommend those dudes. Uh, Warbringer had a new album come out too this year. That's really oh, yeah. good. Cool. Things you're talking about Australia. <laughs> Bellacore. He turned me on to them. They're great. Cool. Who is that? Bellacore. I do not know them. Melodic death metal. Cool. Oh, cool. All right. Sounds good. If we're just talking straight up thrash, Silosis's album from this year. Um, I'm dropping the title right now, but it's ridiculous.
awesome. That, you saw it? Oh, I haven't checked that out yet. Celosis yeah, is awesome. Yeah, for you. I, I will have. I will say that I have not listened to anything new <laughs> except for Christmas music starting on December first. Honestly, it's it's been hard for me to get into new bands because after a while, it all kind of starts sounding the same to me. I'm I'm pretty picky on what I listen to, but I listen to a lot. But I'm not I'm not the typical. Oh, I listen to everything metal guy. I don't listen to everything. I listen to NWA, to The Haunted, to Slayer, to Travis Tritt, to ZZ Top. You know, and I always end up going back to stuff, back to the older stuff. I mean, Revolver from The Haunted. Forge, uh, the first two Machine Head albums, Slayer. Fucking Slayer! Fucking Slayer! Fucking Slayer! Fucking Slayer! Slayer! Out here in the forest, you can find wild metalheads just by screaming Slayer. Slayer! Fucking Slayer! (laughs) (laughs) Anything that Slayer, you know. It's just, yeah. I don't know. It's been hard for me to get into anything really new. I mean, there's there's like one revocation album that I really like. I like the production of it and the sound. feel but i mean i'm i'm a crowbar fan so anything crowbar puts you out you know big supporter of them guys and shit so i'm kind of the odd duck in the band <laughs> well i'll, I'll mention this this was in the band thread the other day like hate breed dropped off my radar years ago i hadn't listened to an album in probably since 2006 whatever but like their latest offering there's actually a solo on the single i'm like when's the last time you heard a hate breed solo right <laughs> like, yeah so- <laughs> Yeah, from what I've heard of that one, that's really good. You know, that's that's actually a, a band that 
if I could go back to the show and see it again, because you, you talked about that, you know, some missing shows that you mm-hmm. wish you would have went to. Uh, I saw uh, Hatebreed in 1997 at Ground Zero, and oh, yeah. it was Madball, Earth Crisis, and Hate, or Madball, Hatebreed, and Earth Crisis. And Hatebreed was late getting to the show. They almost didn't make it, so they ended up playing on other people's gear. Hmm. And it was it was the most pissed off in your face, raw, aggressive show. Like people were they were running across the pit, jumping up on people's backs onto the stage. You know, it was cool. I I have the autographs and everything up on my wall up here. Yeah, <laughs> big hate breed. Uh, what, what the hell is the album? Uh, Satisfaction is the death of desire. Well, I've listened to a lot of new music this year because, you know, can't get out and to see shows. So, and I also love melodic death metal. Yeah. So I, bands like Wolfheart has another great album out this year. Um, yeah. Wolves of Karelia is what it's called. Uh, Dark Tranquility just put out, put out a really good one called Moment. Yeah, there's been a lot of good music coming out this year, in my opinion. I love, I'm a fiend for new music. Yeah, we've uh, we, we've often talked, too, that if anything comes out of this this quarantine time is a lot of new music. I mean, uh, bands are going to be doing a lot of writing, right? Um, and also, uh, w- I guess one benefit you could say is we're seeing a hell of a... <laughs> I see Ren and Stimpy. Stimpy, you fat, bloated idiot! You idiot! <laughs> yes, anything, you fat, bloated idiot! We can't just wander around like idiots. Listen, you idiot. Would you like to buy a rubber nipple? Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> now I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, um, and one, what, that's right. One thing that we do get out of this is some amazing um, collaborations, right? You get members from all these different bands jamming on stuff. Um, and it's really fun to see things just out of the blue, you know, like, you know, Charlie from Anthrax doing covers with, you know, four other dudes that they never really would do anything together. And, uh, it's, it's yeah. fun to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I've seen a lot of that. Um, a lot of like what you're talking, Charlie from Anthrax, you know, him playing on a, a digital kit or electronic kit. Yeah. It's like, but it still sounds <laughs> In like a tiny him, room, you know? Yeah. Totally sounds like him. I, you know, I will definitely say that, uh, like with the creativity and everything, uh, you know, us guys hunkering down and everything and kind of, uh, you know, practicing or, you know, building up whatever equipment we have or, um, you know, just woodshedding, you know, working on stuff. Uh, we've, this EP is definitely a big step forward for us as far as like expansion of sounds. I mean, there's, there's a tune on there. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's going to be, people are going to be like, oh, really? You know? And, you know, <laughs> really a song? I mean, they'll actually be surprised. Cause I mean, I think everybody kind of has that impression that we're just 185 BPM per minute kind of band, you know? Oh, they're going to love that cover of WAP. <laughs> 
We weren't I don't to know what you're saying. That was oh, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you videos, Andy. Neat. <laughs> that was another accident, right, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was definitely Oops. an accident. <laughs> Sorry, I slipped in, Andy. <laughs> you know, I, I I I don't even know what you're laughing about. So that's cool. We all win. Well, I've seen the video, so. <laughs> No, it's, but I mean, you know, aside from these guys deflating the compliment, you know, I mean, that's, you know, we definitely have grown this year as a band and become a very, very tight machine unit. You know, it's just, it's, it's the right lineup, you know, and uh, I think we definitely utilize everyone. Everyone has a strength with things, you know, and we mm-hmm. all do our part to keep everything rolling. We keep in communication with each other come up with new ideas this is the only band i know of through the whole scene i'm talking the whole entire scene that will put forth effort like this to promote to come up with a weekly update or like we did the the uh the the band member per week thing and now other bands are are copying that and you know i i'm fine with that because i consider it a compliment I consider it a compliment if people are, are doing what we're doing, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not an insult by any means. No. I know you get to laughing, but I mean, no I- I- imitation, imitation is, is flattery, just, right? I mean, it, it absolutely. Yeah. It's the greatest yeah. form of flattery. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I see nothing wrong with saying that, you know, I think that, I think that it's cool that if we're able, if we're doing something that influences other people or helps other people out to advertise their stuff, why not? You know, but I mean, it's not like we're some, you know, reinventor of something or an originator of something. We're just, we're doing what we can do with the tools we have available to make what, you know, this time useful. We yeah. could just swap off and not do anything, you know? Well, and, that, and that's the interesting thing too. You know, we talked early on when I, you know, I bought tickets to my very first live stream when this thing first started and I've, I've done, um, I've attended a handful of live streams um, again, some are, some are free, some are not. I know we, uh, we talked to, uh, Conan from Ex Mortis. Um, he was on, he was on the show as we understand. <laughs> there you go. I think it's great to, to, to also, um, compliment live stuff with some streaming, but in, in this time, I mean, how can you, how can you monetize it? How can you use that other than just a marketing tool? For when you can play live, curious to hear your thoughts on it. I mean, I know uh, Andy's going to love it that when I bought tickets to the Trivium live stream, um, they. Uh, <laughs> it was but it was it was, it was it was and it was basically it was again supporting the crew, right? I mean that's what it was for. Yeah. And so, was that it was like nine dollars a ticket, and they sold like what over twenty thousand tickets. It, it was crazy, yeah. I mean that their their stage show cost a lot of money to rent out full sale and have that crew and everything. But yep. it's not like you can do one of those a week and expect people to attend. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep. and then, and that's, and that's what Jim and I were having a conversation too. It's like, uh, even when we did, um, the, the drive-in, right. We went to the Metallica drive-in show and we were like, now he's got a sombrero on. What's going on? You know, <laughs> Those of you on the audio podcast, I wish this was a video podcast because it's great. Andy just became Turd Ferguson. (laughs) 
Oh my god. And he's and he's got the lamp <laughs> from a Christmas story. I don't know what's going on. I grabbed um, a chainsaw and now I'm gnawing off Phyllis's leg. <laughs> but yeah, we were talking at, at, at the drive-in where it actually was uh it was a lot more fun than I thought it would be. People made a, a whole event out of it. I mean, you got there early, you're playing horseshoes, you're playing beanbags, you're you're grilling, you're having a great time with a bunch of other fans and uh you know, you're kind of quarantined, like buy your own vehicle kind of a thing, right? Um, yep. But again, it's one of those things where only bands like Metallica could bring in a crowd, right? I mean, you could bring in some opening acts to kind of get some exposure, but still they got to be like, so it's like, what else can we do? You know, can we do local drive-in events? I, I don't know. I mean, obviously now and, you know, it's 40 degrees outside, so it's not really <laughs> comfortable, but <laughs> you right. get it. Well, we'll see how it know. goes after the vaccine. Hopefully things will calm down. Be able to get back to work. Uh, yeah, we, we missed, all hope uh, so. Yeah, we've missed a lot of opportunities this year. We have. We've been, like Andy said, you know, we've been doing our best to keep in, keeping everyone's focus, I guess, to just to say, hey, we're still here. We're still doing stuff. We're, yeah. yeah. You know, we're writing. Got our EP coming out. You know, we did all that. We did the live stream. I don't know. I feel like we've tried. We've done our done the best we could. Yeah. And we have more ideas. We're looking to kick out. So. Cool. Yeah. Keep doing it. Yeah. Very cool. When you're playing locally, like what are some venues that you like better than others? I'm always curious. I love the smell of urine while I'm performing on stage. The who doesn't? Who doesn't really? The 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 feeling of it entering my lungs when I'm gasping for air is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, oh, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I mean, I really, I, I wish that station four would have stuck around. It sucks that it didn't get, it did, it wasn't supported the way it could have been. You know, I feel like, I feel like music has really kind of taken a hit here in the cities. I feel like it's taken the backseat to a lot of things, you know, and because, you know, there's more, there's a lot of cover bands that are able to get out and play at these venues that we would like to play at. And then when we ask, don't really get much of much of an answer or any, any real support. You know I mean? We have the, what the terminal, we used to have the hexagon. I don't even know about the red sea anymore. The whiskey we have, we have the caboose, we have hopefully the seventh street entry and first Avenue. But again, like I talked about, I don't know how that's going to work. If they're going to let any locals in there or not, you know, there's hooking ladder. I don't, I mean, they had oh, water yeah, damage, yeah, but well, I mean, whiskey took damage too. So, yeah, in the spring, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, you know, weird. yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. I mean, we we've been talking about getting the hell out of the cities and going playing out of town and whatnot. You know, uh, we have other ideas too. You know, for bigger, better things. You know, for our uh, for the advancement of the band. You know, trying to do bigger, better things. You know, um, than just playing locally but i mean you know it all starts with playing locally you know that's how you start to build your your exposure you know your fan base you know and now with the internet mm -hmm. and everything you know so i mean that's what we get paid in the exposures right <laughs> your exposures <laughs> and drink tickets two drink tickets. tickets oh yeah here you go here's two drink tickets <laughs> <laughs> oh gee thanks you made you two five hundred dollars tonight <laughs> thanks guys Appreciate that. Any other things we should know about Precipice coming up? I, I'm relieved it's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's it's been a, it's been a learning experience for us. It's the it's the first time that we've ever recorded anything in house. Um, 
Uh, and it's I, pretty much all remote. Yeah, it's uh, Tom came over and did his drums here and then uh, at my place. And then uh, Matt would do his guitars at his place and then send them to me over the uh, uh, email or Google Drive. Alan, same thing, Google Drive. I do all my tracks here. I do all the vocals and everything. Um, I mixed it and then uh, we sent it off to Adam Tucker. Signature tone, but yeah, he mastered it and everything. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be available on on pretty much every streaming uh, and then purchase to download sites, all that stuff. So hopefully the Russians don't get a hold of it because they got a hold of revival fighters. <laughs> right on. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we will be we doing physical copies later. We have, we have hexportices. We share, share hexportices. Internet. Where, um, so before we wrap up guys, Hey, before we wrap up, where, where can those listeners, where can they learn more about hexportices? Where can they listen to your stuff? Where do they find you guys? Pretty much on everything. Bandcamp, uh, iTunes. Um, they can go to our Facebook. We have, uh, Spotify. Spotify, yeah. We're on uh, Google slash YouTube Music. I yep. we already said iTunes, Andy. I see. We do have a YouTube <laughs> Xbordices channel too. Yeah. Also, we're on Instagram as well. Yep. Yep. And Facebook. Did we say Facebook? We did say Facebook, yep. but we can repeat it because that's our <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> the Book of Faces. What is Facebook? Yep. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my space account next week. <laughs> All right. Well, hey guys, I wanna I wanna thank you so much for joining us today on the Thrash Report. It was super fun meeting you guys. Super fun hanging out. Um, I wish you guys all the success. I can't wait to listen to the new EP when it drops. Precipice. There we go. I had to open up my notes. <laughs> get your copy Andy, of Precipice. Get your copy of Precipice wherever you get your downloads. Um, thanks everyone from Hex Vortices. We really appreciate it. Um, before we go, I want to thank everyone for listening. Make sure you go leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always reach out to us at thethrashreport at gmail.com. You can always reach out to us on our Facebook page and on Twitter and Instagram at Thrash Report. Thank you everyone for listening. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time on the Thrash Report. See ya. Thank you, Hex Vortices.